Welcome to the Born and Raised Audio Experience. Presented by Onyx. We are recording. Guys, welcome back. Uh, yeah, this is, is going to be a fun one because of the simple fact that we've already done it once. And I actually had a chance. I never do this. I never, ever do this. Go back and listen to my own stuff. I rarely ever watch our own videos. So anyway, I went back and uh, yeah, kind of figured out how much of a, how, how of a fool I was a little bit <laughs> on our last podcast or someone say clueless, <laughs> I guess. But um, no, guys, uh, welcome back to the audio experience. We, we are um, sitting down with Ryan and Mike again from Fuel the Pursuit. Some, there's been a lot of changes since the last time that we talked on the podcast. I want to talk about that stuff. But um, first, let's just dive into how, how are you guys doing? Good, Aaron. Good. Really, really appreciate being back on and, and stoked to have this conversation and, and, and hear from you a little bit too about how things went with you uh, going through some of our programming and, and what you found and felt and, and all that. So yeah, it's great. I, you know, really, really cool to be back on here and, and excited for where we're going to go. So Sweet. Ryan, yeah. you guys, uh, we're on the Zoom thing and they're both in the mountains right now. They got mountains <laughs> behind them, which kind of fits perfect with everything they got going on. Ryan, how you been, man? Uh, doing well, man. Um, like Mike said, just really excited to, to chat with you again and, and dig into, uh, you know, sharing some of the stories that we've heard a little bit of from you, you know, over the course of the last few months and, um, you know, how things have been able to change and um, in a positive way for you. And um, yeah, just uh, excited to kind of share what we're doing and, and help as many people as possible. I love that part of it too. And that's the, it's definitely the passion that we have like too. It's, it's, uh, it's helping other people out. It's not, it's not in it for yourself, but it's in it to see the change in other people. And I've experienced that just uh, doing, doing, um, just being with you guys and, and learning from you guys. I've definitely experienced change as far as that goes and, and the way I look at stuff. But before we get into that, what did, um, as far as, Fuel the Pursuit, um, right? Give me an outline of what you have going on now. New stuff, um, launching things, and uh, just give me a brief overview, and then we'll kind of dive in. Go ahead, go ahead, Ryan. Let's you take that one first. Okay. Well, so we've. It's. I guess it's easier for us to kind of break it down into two phases, and so um, you know what we really, and, and we'll talk about our why and kind of the, the story that led to creating this, um, you know, a little bit more, I think, but, um, you know, really this, this company, this, this project, Fuel the Pursuit was born out of, um, you know, our, whether you want to call it frustration or, or just a need, um, you know, the, uh, both Mike and I are incredibly passionate about health and, and human optimization and performance. And, um, you know, we also are passionate uh, Western backcountry hunters. And, you know, for us, those aren't two separate things. Those are, you know, two parts of, of who we are and, and what we do. And, um, you know, when we're hunting, when we're in the mountains, um, you know, we're not leaving behind, you know, all the things that we care about in terms of, of health and performance and, and how we eat. And, um, you know, so we started Fuel the Pursuit because, you know, the, the nutrition advice that's out there didn't match our goals and our values. Um, you know, we knew that, you know, there's this increasing demand 
uh, for high level performance, uh, whether it's training or nutrition, you know, you're, we're seeing this shift in the hunting community, especially the, the Western hunters, um, you know, treating themselves more like athletes and uh, being able to go further and stay longer and, you know, hunt harder and, and hike further. And, um, you know, so, so there's this educational arm to fuel the pursuit and that is um, empowering uh, people who have our same passions to be able to get more out of their hunts, uh, to be able to have more fun on those trips. I mean, we, we sat here and, you know, we said after we, uh, you know, when we finish recording, we're going to, you know, talk about, you know, upcoming hunts and, and, you know, absolutely. the point is, you know, we, we think about these things all year long and, and when we're not out there doing it, we're planning for it, we're preparing for it, we're thinking about it. And so, you know, some guys only get a week, some guys get a couple of weeks and, you know, we want people to be able to maximize that time. And so that's the educational arm. Um, and, and what that really looks like is an online course that has just a ton of information in it. Um, and, and I'm sure we'll get into what that is. Um, but just trying to stay at a high level, the, the second phase of what we're doing with Fuel the Pursuit is actually going to be a food arm. We will be uh, making uh, what we consider to be uh, the best backpacking meals uh, available. Um, you know, like I've said already, um, we have really high standards and, and really strong values around what we put in our body. So, you know, Mike is a chef, I'm a nutritionist. So you're going to get nutritionist designed chef prepared meals. Uh, they taste amazing. And, um, you know, we're going to be using the highest quality ingredients and, and we're going to be addressing, you know, all the things that make us say no to a lot of the things that are available now. Um, and, uh, you know, that'll be, um, a, a much slower building process than say the, uh, the online course or the educational arm, because, you know, that's, you know, we, we've put in that work over the last year and it's created and it's out there. It takes a lot longer to scale uh, a food company. And so we'll start small this year. We're going to do about 500 meals, uh, on a limited run. Um, and, uh, and we're going to get some good feedback on the recipes and see what people want more of. Um, we got a feeling that the pemmican and biscuits and gravy are going to be favorites. So uh, there's, a, there's a spoiler alert. <laughs> Mike, did I miss anything? Uh, no, I don't think so. We'll keep a couple of the, a couple of the uh, menu items secret, but those are the, those are the big ones. I think that's a, that's a good teaser for Field of Pursuit in the fall coming up here. So, yeah. That's awesome. And um, yeah, a lot of the meal side of things I haven't got to experience, but a lot of the – uh, workout nutrition sides I've actually been around. So um, since uh, the last podcast, which I'll link in the description. Anyway, um, yeah, these guys took me under their wing, and um, and it's it's been a it's been a journey. It's been a journey, and I will say it's just like it's um, it's been interesting learning. And uh, I think I've talked to you guys about this before. It's just like it's not learning. You know, okay. <clears throat> how do I eat? All right. You can eat this. You can eat that. You can, you, you know, you can do this. And, and it's, and it's never a can and can't. That's what a, the one thing I want to talk to people about. Like if you sign up for this program, it's never a, you, it's not a, you know, you can't do that. It's just, this is how it's going to affect you if you do do that. And it makes a bigger difference. I think in that way, because it's like, okay, yeah, well, 
I, what, what do you think about this? And so all the time I would actually, it was so cool because, and that's another thing that you get with the program is you get access to these guys 24 seven pretty much. And all I would do is take a shot of the label of something on a picture, on a screen grab. I don't know if you'll get as, as much access to them as I did, but, um, and they would say yes or no on that. Is it good for you? Is it something you should put in your engine or not? And um, anyway, that was, it was, it was kind of fun. And, and uh, to get back to my point, though, it's um, it's one of those things where it's how's your body going to perform with what you're putting in? It's not, you know, is this just fluff? Is this just uh, is this going to help you in performance to whatever you want to do? <clears throat> yeah, you know that that's a, that's a great point, Trent. A lot of the there's a, there's a lot of nutritional advice, you know, out there that's readily available, whether it's diets, whether it's, you know, different, different ways and paradigms of eating or whatever, you know, you, you, the internet is just this huge, vast resource and, and some of it's legit, some of it's not. And what, what we really wanted to create that was kind of, that, that's different from everything else out there is we're, we're not dogmatic about what we're, what we're doing. You know, we, we really I keep going back to this idea of a, of a toolbox, right? And everyone, you know, including you Trent had had your set of skills and tools that you use you know in the backcountry or on a daily basis or whatever you eat a certain way you you have certain things that you do and they're just part of your program you know and um, we want to offer um, education around options there and, and really you know kind of fill up people's toolboxes with with more information because it's really it's really not <clears throat> necessarily about everything that's out there and you know it's really giving people education and choices around around what what is available and and what they can do and how like you say how it might affect things we're not going to tell you don't eat a big mac you know but there's certain things that you're going to get or not get from eating that meal that you could get differently if you're eating something else i mean we all you know we, we all just instinctively know that there's a difference between, and, and Ryan and I both said this many times, that there's a, dip, there's a difference between fast food, a fast food meal, and, you know, a meal of fresh wild game and veggies and, you know, fresh garden food. We just, we, we know that. There, that's no secret, you know, and it's just most times we, we don't take into consideration, you know, what that's going to do for us on a, on a physical level, on an energy level. We just, we just want the instant gratification of the taste and flavor and that's fine. But when you're then taking, you want to take yourself to some place like the mountains in the backcountry that demands this higher level of performance, you know, you might want to consider like, okay, you know, the taste and flavor of this, uh, this fast food meal is great and I love it, but is it really going to get me what I want out of my body as far as performance in the backcountry? You know, and I would say, you know, just based on a couple past couple seasons that is, it's going to become, you know, it has already become more important than ever that we're able to get as far back as we can. There are so many more guys out there, so many more hunters, new guys and, and guys that don't do it very much that are out there that, that want to, you know, because of the pandemic or whatever else, that want to be out doing stuff in the mountains, whether it's hunting or hiking or backpacking, whatever. And, you know, so these elk on, the, on these, we used to, you know, like I say, I'm, you know, I live in the, in the Madison Valley in Montana and I used to be able to go hike up the face and shoot an elk every year, you know, on, on those mountains. That's, I don't, that does not, that doesn't happen anymore unless you get right. super lucky you got to be, you know, five, 10, 15 miles or more back to find those elk that aren't just, you know, 
uh, pinball machine you, you get that, that, that are, they're unpressured and will actually respond to calls and, you know, uh, you, you can, you can get in on them. So it's, it's, it's become more important. And I just think it's going to become, you know, more important over time. The more guys are out there trying to do it, that we, you know, as passionate hunters have the ability to, to get ourselves, you know, back there in the back country. And, and really, you know, we want to, you know, again, we're, we're not dogmatic. We're not trying to tell people what to do. We, we really want to be an educational company. And that's really what it's about. The more knowledge that you have, the better choices you can make. And, and really the more, the more opportunity to make those choices you have. And that's, that's really where we want to come from as Fuel the Pursuit. Yes, we've got, we're going to have a food arm, but we really uh, intend to be a company that educates people. Yeah. No, and you touched on, you touched on a ton of stuff there, but <laughs> you, uh, yeah, you, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like you are trying to give the tools to rather than get back there and, you know, doing that whole, what is the, what is the saying? I'd rather, I don't want to, I don't want to survive. I want to thrive. Right. I don't want to get back there and just survive. Uh, yeah. You want to thrive at those, at those elements and at the, uh, and at the uh, job at hand. Um, as far as like, um, now that you guys have launched, right? Official launch? Are we, are we official? We're official. Yeah, we are official. We are official. Yeah. Everything's up and running. How has things been going since you guys have launched? Um, what is the impact that you've seen so far just in a short amount of time? Well, I, I always tell people that the coolest thing happened. Our very first customer uh, was from Canada. So right off the bat, we're an international company. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I didn't expect it to blow up that big that fast, but I'm jacked about it. Well, <laughs> I am jacked. Yeah, uh, and, and so, and that's, I mean, it's just really cool. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I forget uh, the, they were maybe uh, Alberta or, you know, I, I don't know. But it, it was, it's just really cool to, to have, um, it, it's a testament to, you know, technology and, you know, YouTube and podcasts and, you know, to be able to reach people uh, all around the world. Um, and it's just, it's really cool. Um, and you know, we've, we've had a lot of conversations, um, over the last, I don't know, six to eight weeks with, uh, a lot of different folks and everybody that we talk to is super excited. And, you know, there, there's just the more conversations we have, the more possible avenues open up, uh, the more, you know, opportunities and synergies and collaborations and, you know, we could do this and we could help here and, and this. And it's just, it's really exciting. And I know you can relate to that trend with everything that you guys have built um, with born and raised that, you know, at some point you're going to have to say no to some of those things just to, so you can stay disciplined and, and stay in your lane and do what you're here to do. But, you know, it's just, it's exciting to have that kind of buzz and feedback from people, um, you know, when you talk to them about passions yeah. and, you know, you, you put all this work into this thing and, and you put it out there and, you know, and are, are people even going to like this? Like, how's it going to do? And, and, you know, that response is, is um, it, it's been pretty positive, um, you know, from, from everybody that we've talked to. So that's been and really exciting. I'm sure exciting. it will be moving forward. I mean, as far as just the, what you guys have done, just with me alone, um, we went from just, you know, a podcast to, hey, you know, 
can I get your number, you know, <laughs> to moving forward from there, the dating strategy, if you will. No, <laughs> moving forward from there to like, okay, <laughs> what are we talking? And what was so cool, I thought that you guys did uh, for me is just take the time out of your day. I'm sure you guys are busy. Everybody is. And, um, and just said, okay, Trent, we're going to break you down in a plan. And it wasn't that far before season. I can't remember what the date was as far as that goes, but it wasn't that far before it was go time. And it was like, okay, these are the steps. And then the cool thing about it, the whole time, it wasn't just, and then I want to stress the most, I think, and um, I, I've, I've got it written down here with stars beside it, is it's tailored to you. You guys don't just say, here's the course, here you go. Uh, we worked our butts off on this and, um, and benefit the what you will and just, you know, leave them out there flailing. And not that they will. The course is very, very pinpointed. It is a, I mean, it is amazing, detailed and everything. But you still, if you have any input and, and um, if anybody has any questions, concerns or whatnot, you guys are accessible. You guys, you guys are both, I mean, super knowledgeable. I, I can't, some of them, honestly, just to the people listening to this, I have had to a numerous times say, okay, you've got to dumb this down so much that it's like, guys, I, I don't need a back history in, in blood cells. I just need to know <laughs> what works. Okay. I just mm -hmm. need to. So, but it's cool to have, it's, it's cool that it, it definitely verifies, you know, what you guys are doing and, and, and the knowledge that you guys have. Um, metabolic flexibility, right? That's the you big one, right? You I got it. it. Got it. Uh, anyway, but um, but yeah. So you tailored a course just for me, um, and it's just like, and you asked me, what do you what do you want, Trent? What do you want? Well, I wanted to drop some pounds, and I wanted to just you know get everything that I was going to use in the mountains, uh, you know, toned up and, and ready to rock and roll. And it was like, and then the second question you had for me, okay, how many days of work? How many days a week can you work out? What do you have, Trent, that is like, okay, your time available? It wasn't, you need to work out seven days a week. You need to go in, you need to hit this, you need to hit that. You guys tailored it for me, and um, which was awesome in a, in, a, in a way that I felt that you guys did that. Like, okay, then I felt responsible, right? Then I was just like, well, they did this for me. They tailored this to me. I, I, I deserve, I, I, I am going to do this for them kind of a thing you know and so it's that it's that accountability a little bit you know is what I'm saying I guess and that's what it was a huge uh, motivating factor along with obviously just getting back in better shape so but yeah um, uh, what else next ne next thing I have on my list oh man that's just a, a long list actually um, so What's your guys' goals as far as what do, what do we what do we want to do with this? You did hint in on a little freeze dried side of stuff. Um, what are we talking here as far as like you've got the course? We're live on the course. Anybody can click on the bottom of this banner and go into the course. How much money is the course? Right now we're we're selling it for for a hundred bucks. It's uh, our full price is going to be one hundred and fifty. Um, but um, for right now, it's not for our launch special. We're doing we're doing a hundred bucks. Um, I don't know that we've decided quite when we're going to bump that back up again. But I mean, I tell you what, there's a lot of content for that. Um, I go back and look at that thing, and man, it's, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. I, I've seen a lot of courses, and actually, I've been able to go through some of oh, there's some elk hunting courses out there, and there's some 
you know, but honestly, to do any of those courses, this course should be actually taken first because of the simple <laughs> fact that you can't really do a lot if you can't get around, I would say. That's so, right. And, That's right. Uh, and it's, as far as price-wise, I think you guys are, I think you guys are definitely right in there as far as that as well. So um, when is uh, freeze-dried? Let's talk about that a little bit. Yep. Yep. Excuse me. So, um, yeah, I've, I've, we've definitely pivoted a little bit. Um, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of the food side at this point a little bit more because I, I, you know, live in Bozeman and I've got access to a commercial kitchen. I do some personal chef work, uh, sometimes throughout the year. So I've got a buddy of mine who's got a certified commercial kitchen and, uh, Ryan and I did buy a freeze dryer. So we've got that in place in the kitchen. Um, and I'm in the process right now of kind of jumping through a bunch of hoops and, and doing a bunch of tricks for the health department and everybody else to kind of get everything squared away, you know, so we can, we can sell these meals. You know, I've got to get, there's, there's a lot to that, a lot of, you know, the different certifications and we have to get our food tested and, you know, on and on. But um, so I'm, I'm, you know, in the process of doing that right now. Um, the, the, you know, the, the recipes are pretty much dialed in. Um, you know, I've been working a little bit on sourcing and whatnot too. It's pretty important. <clears throat> um, for us that we kind of source the best stuff we can, you know, whether that's grass fed and, you know, pastured and organic. And I'm, I'm trying to source as much as possible um, from right there near Bozeman. So, you know, kind of, you know, minimize the amount of time that the food travels and things like that. So, so we're doing, we can, we can sell direct to consumer. So we'll be able to do, you know, internet sales and, um, and then, you know, direct person, person just hand you a bag of food too so so you'll definitely be getting a box in the mail at some point before next hunting season trent <laughs> hey, with I, 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 I have i i yeah you know everybody knows i'm I, I i'm a big mountain house fan i always have been and that's just what it is right now but uh yeah. as yeah. far as that goes it's i i need i need some big flavor out of you it's coming i know i know i've been taught we've been talking up this these biscuits and gravy for a long time now BNG. It's, it's gonna be legit man no no, no pressure no I'll, bring yeah, yeah. I'll bring the tapatio <laughs> as well. There we go. <laughs> nice. Nice. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. <clears throat> So yeah, that's kind of where, and we're, so working through that whole process and we'll, we'll start hopefully producing, uh, producing some of the meals probably by May-ish or June. Oh, cool. Have that as all, all done. Um, cause I'm going to be rolling into my guide season. I, you know, my guide fly fisherman on the Madison and in Montana there. So I'll be getting pretty busy, you know, towards the second half of June. So we want to kind of have that stuff dialed in and then probably start shipping those out. Uh, you know, mid to end August time frame cool. is what we're, what we're shooting for. Cool. Um, you know, and then kind of see, I think we're, we're going to, well, our plan is to make five, 600 meals, give quite, you know, maybe a hundred or so away to people that we want to, you know, including yourself that we want to, cool. you know, kind of get your feedback and whatnot, and then probably sell four or 500 of them and, you know, see, see what the, the reception is around that. Um, you know, and then ideally kind of use, use the, <clears throat> the funds from that to kind of go and scale, scale the food, you know, we may, we may work on another course for a little different, little different angle on things. So yeah, we've got a, we've got a bunch of uh, irons in the fire right now. So it's good. When are we, when are we quitting our jobs all the way and doing the, doing <laughs> the born and raised outdoors? All that's in. the $64,000 question right now. We're, <laughs> that's definitely where we talk about that virtually every time we have a conversation. I love it. I love it. I kind of, well, I'm, I'm 
I'm actually right there every single day. But, yeah, right. <laughs> but um, but I remember when we when we kind of were like, okay, yeah, well, honey, we're gonna quit our jobs, and we're all in on YouTube. <laughs> there like, you go. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I, might, I might not be looking forward to that conversation too that's, much. But we'll that's see a rough go. one. That's a rough one. I'm not gonna lie <laughs> to you. Yeah, it's a rough one. The goal is to have enough in the fuel to pursuit bank account so that when when Mike has to have that conversation with his wife Karen, that it's a it's no no it's an easy yep. transition right yep there you go honey look yep. at that number that's all you need to know. <laughs> absolutely um we've talked about it in the past and stuff like that as far as um what um as far as the course itself how much interaction are you guys going to have in that with the viewer um possibly uh i, I even you know it's like hey is this ever a possibility to be an app at some point so you guys can keep updating it what is you guys' plans there the goal is as much interaction as possible. Um, so the platform that the course is on now allows for uh, conversation. So, you know, you can, uh, as a user or they call them students on the platform is going through the course. Uh, there's discussion uh, for every single uh, lesson or, or module as they're called on the course. So, you know, if you watch a video, you read a thing uh, before you go to the next one, there's a, an opportunity to, you know, leave a comment or, or discuss that. And so, um, you know, right there, you know, we can answer specifics about a particular topic and it almost creates uh, a thread uh, on a particular forum, if you will. Um, everybody that gets the course has our email and, and I mean, we'll give it out now. It's fuel the pursuit at gmail.com. Um, you know, like you alluded to with what we did uh, last year, you know, with you, um, we want to help as much as possible. Now, you know, if we start getting, you know, 10,000 students and, you know, 3000 emails a day, you know, maybe we're going to have to hire, you know, somebody that can help us with, um, you know, answering those emails. But <laughs> like I said, the, the goal for this, you know, we, we've said it a couple of times, it, it is education. And so you know, I think if there's a particular question that comes up uh, time and time again, you know, we have the ability to add frequently asked questions um, because the course is an online thing, um, it's a living, breathing entity. So, you know, just like a Google Doc, you can go in in real time and make changes. Uh, and, and so, you know, if somebody goes through that lesson today and we make an edit to it tomorrow, everybody who goes through that lesson or, or even the person who went through it today can go back tomorrow and see that update. And so, you know, the ability to, you know, uh, add things or, or adjust um, as we you know, see, hey, maybe maybe we could word this particular uh, section a little bit differently, or as as you said earlier, we dumb it down, or you know, less of the science <laughs> stuff. I mean, Mike and I are both science nerds, so oh man, um, you know, we, we tend <laughs> to use uh, big words sometimes. So so you know, um, yeah, it, it's, and I think that's the fun part, right? Is you know, like we, we've kind of touched on it with you. I mean, it, the back and forth and the you know uh, the the tailoring and the tweaking and and those adjustments. You know, uh, something that, that came through my head earlier as you were talking is, you know, we, and like Mike said, we're not dogmatic and we're not like this, you know, finger wagging, you know, hey, this is how you have to do things. If, if you're, you know, if you look, if you want to eat a Snickers bar, go eat a Snickers bar. That's fine. But don't put it in your post about, you know, this is what I pack for the backcountry and, and this is performance food. Like, you know, let's be honest, right? Like, that's not, you, you don't need a, a nutrition degree or you don't need to be a performance coach to, to understand that. 
That was so funny. We broke Trent's headphones. You did. You guys, you guys are listening <laughs> the to the out to see that. <laughs> yeah, I won't post about it. I won't post about it. Okay. <laughs> um, but but no, and, and that that interaction is is really. I mean, again, Mike and I are coaches. We love helping people. We love that interaction, and um, you know, we want as much of that as possible. And I think that's a lot of the accountability. Like for me, you could have this course, right? You could just say, hey, this is the, what you need. Here you go. And it's just like, okay, I can get around to that when I'm not doing this, 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 and this, and this, and this, you know what I mean? And it's that accountability, like, and you guys never did. Like, I, I, you know, I would be totally honest with you. I told you guys, yeah, I had, I had a beer today or two beers or whatever it may be. And you guys were never like, yeah, Trent, man. You, just, you, you failed the course, buddy. Nice work. You failed the course. <laughs> you know, it was, it's just like, you know, but it still, it still has that accountability there that is like, you know, okay, well, how did you feel after that? You know what I mean? Or something like that. How'd you feel the next day? How do you think that added to what, to, um, you know, to whatever you're doing or your activities wise and everything. And so I think I touched on this earlier. That's what I do now before I grab something. I honestly, before, and I think, you know, I think Mike said something about this. It's just like you go to fast food, you know, you normally order a number six or whatever it may be. And that's what you just do. And you don't think about that at the time. You just, this is what, okay, I'm at Wendy's or whatever. And this is what I do. Um, instead now what I do for myself and don't get me wrong. I am not the, I am not an animal. I am not, I'm not the greatest shape. I'm not, I am, I am, in the mountains, I still have my struggles and stuff like that. But what I will say is like, I actually, that is a thought process that actually goes through my mind before I put that in my mouth. That being said, I still have done some terrible decisions on that side of things. It is what it is, but at least I'm thinking about that, I think. And at least it, it is something that enters my mind instead of just being just, you know, willy nilly. And, and that's exactly what we're saying. That's such a great point, what you just said there, because, you know, it, it's the difference between someone wagging their finger at you and telling you not to do that, or you having the knowledge and, you know, of what the difference is going to be, you know, and it's all about education. It's all about having that knowledge. The reason that you think about it now is that you have that knowledge. Like, I know that if I eat this thing, you know, it's going to do certain things to my body that I may or may not care about in the moment or that in the future I'm probably going to care about or whatever the case may be. But that's that thought process. And that's what I've done. That's how I've got to be where I'm at personally is just by educating myself, you know, what these things do to our, do to us or don't as the case may be. And, and then all of a sudden that those thoughts automatically start going through your head. Once you, once you pick, make those choices, you pick up one thing at the grocery store versus another, and you look at it and you go, mm, wait a minute, you know, what am I wanting out of this? You know, am I wanting just some pleasure and some instant gratification? Okay, great. We're not going to argue against that. Like we're never going to tell you that not to do that, you know, but we're going to, we're, we are going to say, listen, if you, if it, if it, is really, really important that you perform at your absolute highest level in the mountains when you're doing something you love to do, then here's another option of different choices that will allow you to, to do that. So that's, that's where we're coming from. That's where we want to, you know, that's why we want to educate because education is such a, a greater, a more powerful motivator than just someone telling you what not to do. And just to piggyback on what Mike is saying there, you know, when he's talking about picking up things and, and looking at the labels, um, you know, just an important point to remember the front of the package, no matter what it is, is designed to sell you. Um, the back of the package 
has the ingredients and the nutrition information. And by law, that has to say certain things. And so, you know, you go straight to the ingredient list and you'll know exactly what's in that thing. And again, once you have the knowledge of how foods affect the body, how the body works, you can read that ingredient list and you can make that choice for yourself, regardless of what the front of the package is trying to tell you. And again, like that's the educational component. That's where we want to be. And, you know, I know it sounds cliche, but, you know, we're really taking that approach of, you know, teaching a person to fish rather than, you know, handing them a fish. hundred percent, a hundred percent. And that's one thing I did notice as well, or have noticed after working with you guys, as far as there's even a, there's even a module, I think, uh, in, in the, in the, um, in the class that is about gas station, right? How many times, I mean, and I'm, I do it all of the time. I'm traveling a ton. And how many times do you run into the gas station? I'm hungry. I, I, something I got, you know, I've got another eight hours of driving left and it's just like, and you guys have a little spot in there. What do you grab? You know, normally what would you grab? You go right to the fried food and you'd grab fried food. You'd grab a Mountain Dew, what? I, I don't know. And it's just that different thinking of, okay, yeah, I'm going to grab a couple hard boiled eggs some sugar free jerky, something of that nature and some water. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah, it sounds boring. I, I, I'm not going to lie. It sounds boring, but actually not the sugar-free jerky. It's actually pretty good, but um, it's just, it's just, it's like one of those things of, you know, okay, you've got choices and everything in life, it comes with, you know, benefits and consequences, yeah. man. It's just life and uh, where you want to be, where do you want to sit? Right. In that, in that, uh, in that. Whole uh, you, you bring up a good point. I mean, if, if you watch a commercial for bottled water and then you watch a commercial for Mountain Dew, one of them looks a lot more fun than the other. Way more um, fun. But <laughs> full disclosure, we put that in there based on the feedback that we got from you. You know, as, as we were working with you last year and, and we had a couple of other um, folks go through as kind of beta uh, users and testers before and through last season, they gave us a lot of feedback. Um, you know, because Mike and I have done what we do in regards to nutrition for so long that, you know, sometimes it's hard to come at this the way that, um, you know, you would or, or somebody who, you know, isn't as far into the nutrition journey as we are, right? And, and to get feedback from people that, um, you know, are, are beginners or, or, you know, don't think like yeah. we do, enabled us to put more resources in the course. Um, you know, like you said, the gas station one, um, there's, a, there's a cost breakdown. That was feedback from somebody else that said, you know, hey, you know, in my head, this sounds expensive, but can you break down for me, you know, this versus this? And, and so to be able to do that and put that in the course, um, you know, and, and, and like you said, to just be able to show options of, you know, a lot of guys, you know, they just, they show up to where they're going to go hunt and then they either hit Walmart or, or a gas station and they're loading up, you know, with, with what the food is going to be. And, you know, so when we talk about food, being an afterthought for most folks, you know, that's what we're referring to. And, and even if that's still the pattern, you know, we want you to be able to go into those stores with, uh, again, the education so you can be armed to make better decisions, um, which ultimately lead to, you know, a better experience, you know, in this adventure that, that we all are looking forward to year round. Yeah. And that was me. I mean, uh, that, that, that honestly was me going and just, okay, my totes, my day bag, I've got, you know, yeah, I've went over it all a bunch, you know, and broke it down <laughs> into fruit roll-ups and stuff like that. And it was just like, and um, 
another thing, another part of the class I wanted to touch on is, is there's people probably listen to this that are already quote unquote back country guys, which uh, in Cody's definition, you got to get five miles away from the road to be in the back country. So there's that, I guess. So uh, it's, and, and you guys, you know, you are talking about, it's not about just food. It's not about just uh, your preparedness as far as physical and as far as working out and everything. You guys break it down all the way to ounces. You know, it's, it's what you pack in your pack. And so you have a whole section on that as far as, okay, you can make up these bars or whatnot. And it's going to, it's going to equate to this many ounces, whereas other food that you would buy, um, you know, you might even be even heavier, honestly, in your pack. And so, and you still get the same benefits nutrition wise and everything with a, maybe even a lighter weight. Can you explain on a little bit of that? Yeah. Um, one of, actually, one of my favorite parts of the course is we, we took some examples from guys that are doing it professionally, guides and outfitters and whatnot. And, you know, they, they shared um, <clears throat> their menus, their daily menus for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and what they pack in their packs. And, and we went through and, and sort of uh, dialed that stuff in, made, made some substitutions to kind of bring it around to closer to what, where we're coming from as far as food quality, you know, caloric density. We tried to, you know, kind of keep the same palatability, the same taste, you know, um, so stuff wasn't just bland and, you know, you know, terrible. You're not eating just straight butter or whatever, you know, you're actually, we, we got, we kept really close to the original, original menus that these guys shared and, you know, the same caloric content or in, in a lot of cases more, cause we can increase the fat a little bit more, you know, with tasty things like nut butter and things like that. So, so yeah, we, we you know, again, we don't want to say, don't eat this stuff. But like, there's a lot of people who just don't understand that, that you can still eat stuff that you enjoy that, that, that you enjoy now, you don't have to change, you know, the whole way you eat. It's just making these little substitutions here and there, you know, um, that, that are going to be much better for you, for your body, for your performance, for your brain, for everything, but they're still going to taste really good and be satisfying. You're going to want to eat them. So that's a big difference. I mean, so many people get the idea that, uh, these guys are going to tell us what to eat and it's going to taste terrible it's going to be it's going to be health food right it's going to be sounds terrible <laughs> right, right. it doesn't it doesn't have to be that way like you know we can like we provide one of the things we provided in there like peanut butter and jelly is like you know you guys grab a, a jar of jelly a jar of peanut butter and a loaf of bread and then right and it's an easy quick thing in, in camp in the morning you just whip up a couple peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and stick them in your pack and you're good to go for lunch or whatever so we actually made the substitutions like here's what you can use instead of the bread here's what you could use instead of the jelly and the peanut butter and it's like just this is small it might not seem like a big thing but if you do this over time and, and sort of scale it to and do the do, you know do it to you know several different things that you put in your pack every day all of a sudden you're going to be little incremental you know increases in your performance level so that's really what you know again tools in the toolbox here's the knowledge here's here's what you can do it doesn't have to taste terrible it doesn't have to be unsatisfying it doesn't have to be something you don't want to eat you know well, and just a little bit of the science, um, you know, and, and I say a little bit, but, um, you know, some of these changes that, that Mike's talking about that, that we're showing in that, you know, breakdown are going to, you know, prevent blood sugar swings. And so, you know, if we get a blood sugar spike and then a crash, you know, that's that scenario where, you know, at home you eat a bowl of cereal in the morning and you're either tired or you're hungry two hours later, right? That's the worst thing that could happen, you know, first thing in the morning on a hunt. 
right? And, you know, that's, it's, it's hormonal and it's because of the things that we're putting in our body. And so, you know, these arguments about, you know, calories are just calories, you know, that's not true. And, and we're, we're breaking that down in the class, um, in the course, and we're explaining why that's not true and, and what is actually happening in the body when we eat certain things, both short-term and long-term. So, you know, there's the short-term performance aspect of this, um, you know, energy levels based on, you know, blood sugar swings. There's uh, mental clarity, mental focus, concentration, you know, how your brain is performing. You know, these are all the short-term things. Um, and then there's long-term, there, there's, you know, or, or kind of medium-term, you have uh, inflammation, you have joint pain, right? So, you know, we get beat up on the mountains, you know, why would you add to that by eating inflammatory foods? Um, so some of these swaps can reduce joint pain. They can, you know, speed recovery. Um, you know, instead of fighting uh, your body from within because of what you're eating, now your body can focus on just recovering from what you've been doing physically. Um, you know, and then long-term we have, you know, just, just longevity and health and, you know, uh, those types of benefits. And so, you know, it's, it's more than just, you know, Hey, we can make that peanut butter and jelly better, but it's, it's why and, and what benefits you're going to get. And, and, and again, because we're talking to hunters about hunting, we're relating the benefits to, you know, a backcountry hunt, right? Who doesn't want, you know, more stable and higher energy levels? Who doesn't want, you know, better show, uh, focus and, and concentration, um, you know, those are, those are long, grueling days out there and, and we want to be at our best and, you know, what we eat, what we put into our bodies, you know, has a big impact on that. Absolutely. No, and, and you say that, but it's also for non-hunters too. That's, I, I think that's the big thing I wanted to stress to, uh, to everybody listening to this. It's not just for backcountry hunters. I mean, anybody can get a huge, huge takeaway from this big time, um, Another thing I had well, here too is like what I liked about the course that you guys set up and everything is now I'm going back to it being for hunters, but it, it's, it's built around, it's not just going in the gym and working out and doing your lunges, which suck by the way, uh, <laughs> I'm not doing, uh, you know, your, your, your average every day, every day, go to the weight room. This is what you got to do. You guys put it into like, okay, we need to get out on the mountain. We need to get a weighted pack or, you know, when you start out, not a weighted pack, just go and hike, go and get, you know, just get some exercise in on the mountain. I think that's a, I think that's a big thing that you guys, have put into the curriculum that is it's 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 fitted for hunters but it's also fitted for you can go out no matter what time of year and go out and go hike for chucker or what you know what i mean that could be part of your workout that could be you know you can tailor it a lot of different ways to where it works for you and um i like to do you know biking and stuff like that so you're like all right trent do here you do a 20 minute bike and then you do this and then that and then you know in a in a and a, in a hill hike with a weighted pack on and you're using your boots you're using your you know the same boots you're going to be hunting with so you're breaking those in you're not getting them on the day before season you know you're using your pack you're using all this stuff fitting it to your body so everything when you go into the mountains when you when you you know when you at that time of that tags date comes up and you're super excited for it you've already done that same hike a number of times where it's just second nature and i think honestly you'll go you know twice as far as you thought you could without having that in the, in the pre-schedule 
Yeah. <clears throat> you know, that's, that's a, a great point too, Trent is we, we talk a lot about the nutrition aspect of it and, and you know, that, that's super, the super important, obviously that will be applicable to a lot of people, but you know, there's, there's going to be people who have their nutrition dialed in or dialed into their satisfaction and it's going to work for them. So that's, you know, that's not, that's far from the only thing in there. You know, obviously there's a big, there's a big, you know, section on fitness in there as well, but some things that really are sort of farther along that spectrum of what people might be thinking about as far as, you know, athletic performance, you know, recovery is a huge one. Mm. Right. And, and then one of, one of the sections in there that actually we've gotten the most sort of positive feedback about is the mindset, which, which, which fits right into everything else. This is not, these things aren't in isolation. This is all, together. This stuff all works synergistically together, right? And the mindset piece is phenomenal. You know, we, we, and, and, and that piece has really seemed to speak to a lot of, you know, guys that really are, are pretty serious and, and spend a lot of time in the backcountry and may have, you know, the nutrition and the fitness piece dialed in, but, but they may, you know, they, they see value in this whole mindset piece because it's not, it's not anything they've ever incorporated and thought about. They may do some things, you know, just naturally, but we're actually laying it out. Like, you know, how does this work from a, from a psychological perspective? Why does it work? Why you might want to practice this and how you, and how you go about doing it, you know, <clears throat> because, you know, there, there's, there's a point where, um, you know, nutrition and, and sleep and recovery and all this stuff will, will get you up the mountain, right? And will get you, you know, 15 miles back. Okay, but the elk are, are 18 miles back, right? And, and you get to a point where you're just like, oh, this, 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 is, this is pushing the boundaries of what I feel like I'm capable of physically. So that's maybe where that mindset kicks in and how much of it, how much of you're tired and how much of you're discouraged and how much of your, your soreness and everything else is actually really a function of your mindset rather than what you may or may not doing, be doing nutritionally or fitness wise. Right. And so the, we, we make that connection for people. And so I think, you know, that's, that's really important that, that, you know, to, to both of us that we get that, that message out there is this, there's a little bit of, of everything in here for everybody, right? There, there's something in here that anybody, whether you're, you know, if, of course, backcountry hunting, whether you're, you know, a through hiker doing an Appalachian trail, whether you're, you know, a rock climber, whether you're backcountry skier, snow, you know, snow, whatever. I mean, it, there, there's really, this stuff applies across the board. Um, and we, we just, you know, it's easy for us to speak to hunters because we're passionate about it. We do it ourselves. Yeah. And just, to, you know, to, to build on that, I mean, like you guys have both touched on, I mean, the course is geared towards hunters um, because that's what Mike and I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but Fuel the Pursuit as a company, as we grow and, and you know, as things, you know, progress down the road, we're going to be, you know, the, 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 at least the food side and, and probably some of the educational stuff, it does apply and, and will be made for anybody who's outdoors, um, you know, whether you're just, you know, through hunters, backpackers, um, you know, rock climbers, kayakers, whatever. Um, again, we just started with hunting because that's our application for, you know, the things that, that we're talking about. Um, and, and, you know, Mike mentioned the mindset piece and, and I think that's my favorite piece of the course as well. Um, and, you know, we have had some really cool feedback on that. And, and I think one of the things to, to just share so that um, people listening can, can walk away from this episode with something to put into action. Um, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, even you mentioned Trent earlier, um, just having the knowledge of something, uh, the knowledge of, of the food stuff, um, you know, gives you the ability to make a choice, right? And so we would refer to that as awareness, right? You have an awareness now of these different options. That awareness gives you choice, 
right? So awareness creates choice. And that's definitely something to, to take home and, and you apply that to any area of life. Um, but in order to, so, so that's kind of like the second step. Awareness creates choice is the second step. The, the third step of that is to make choices that are aligned with our values, not how we feel in any given moment, right? And so like Mike was saying, you know, you've put in all this work and, and you think, all right, if I can just get to this spot 15 miles back, like, you know, that's all, that's what I got to do. Well, you know, we've all been in that like practice or, or you've been at a training or, you know, something and you have this, this uh, kind of summit, this end in your mind. And then your coach is like, all right, just kidding. We're running three more gassers, right? Like you, you hit that false summit. You know, do you have the, the, the resiliency or the mental fortitude to be able to keep going? You know, you made it 15. Can you get to 18, right? No matter how tired or uncomfortable or wet uh, you might be. And so that's the opportunity to then make a choice that is aligned with your goals, the thing that you're out there to do rather than how you feel in that given moment. And in order to be able to do that, we have to kind of go backwards here. And the first part of that is to be able to first define your values right? What do you stand for? Who are you? What, what is important to you? What do you stand against? And, you know, uh, what will you not stand for or tolerate from yourself, right? I'm, I'm not going to tolerate quitting. I'm not going to tolerate, um, you know, anything less than giving this hunt my best effort, right? We, we've all, um, we all know what it feels like to, uh, to, to give up early or, you know, to have that, that pain of, of frustration. Um, you know, if you, for whatever reason, you're cold, you're wet, you're tired, you know, and, and you pack it in, right? Um, you know, so, so there's some stuff in the course that really helps people go through that process of, you know, you're going to define your values. And then as you get this educational piece, you have the awareness that's going to give you the ability in the moment to make a choice, right? Um, do I keep going this way or do I go you know, the other way? And, and whether that's food or, you know, do you quit your workout early? Nobody's around, nobody's going to know, but you'll know right? Um, or, you know, what, whether it's on a hunt, right? And then with that moment of awareness, then, you know, we're arming you with the ability to make a choice that your future self will be proud of. And, and that's another part of what we're, we're showing in the courses, you know, how to, you know, get that kind of witness perspective, that objective view. So you're not in this moment, but, you know, putting yourself in a future state and saying, okay, well, when I look back on this moment, you know, how am I going to think about this? Am I going to like the way that, that I handled this moment or, um, you know, how do I need to handle this moment now so that I'll be proud of it in the future? That's, that's some, that's some strong stuff right there. I, when I was looking back through the podcast that we did before, uh, I, you know, one of the things that I said is I just got through it. You know, I just got through it. I just, and, and I think the mindset goes a little bit in both directions. One, probably a little bit, um, probably unsafe and, and not very, the most intelligent way to do it, you know, but I just knew, okay, what, what got me to pack that up that 12 miles, you know, and it was just like, okay, you know what, you just got to do it. I mean, that's, that's just what you got to do. And so, yeah, there might've been some stupidity a little bit involved with that, but at the same time, why not have it all as far as be, have your body ready for that as well. Well, it's a, it's a little bit easier coming out with 
an elk <laughs> and a, a filled tag than it is going in into the unknown. Wasn't my elk. And <laughs> it was 12 miles in like 20 inches of snow at like 10,000 feet. My nerve damage, my feet still explodes. It was not a smart maneuver. We should have split it up a little bit easier. <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, man, that was one of the toughest ones I've done. But, uh, but no, I mean, and, and to touch on like the mindset side of things and then the workout and then the nutrition, and I mean, it breaks it down in the, you guys already stated, Mike did, as far as there is a lot of information. There is a ton. It took me, I just went through and I don't even think I got through all of it um, so far, just kind of breezing through and checking and stuff like that, uh, which I will delve into more <clears throat> as I go here. But um, it, there, there's a, I mean, it goes down to like even the hardest thing ever for me for some stinking reasons is just breathing through your nose, nose breathing. Who would have ever thought that this nose breathing is, you know, okay, this actually, you know, it helps mental, your mental status, all this stuff. And I'm sure you guys could talk for an hour on it, but I'm just like, why is it so much better than breathing through your mouth? And then you have a whole section that actually explains it. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the thing. There's so many things like that in there. If, if, and we really hope that people don't like, you know, buy the course and, and look at it as just, you, you got to do this whole thing. Right. It, it, we really, um, it's important for us that people can take the, the initiative to, to, to pick and choose. Cause that's, that's really what it, what it is. I go back to the toolbox analogy. You know, you, you don't have to take this whole toolbox from us and use, use everything. You know, it's really, you know, the responsibility is on you to, to, to pick and choose and what, what, what in there speaks to you, what in there, you know, I mean, it's easy like that, that little nasal breathing, breathing thing, you know, that, that that's one thing. If you do that, one thing that's going to make a difference you know i mean it just and we there's there's probably hundreds i've never counted all the different points that we make but there's probably hundreds hundreds of things in that course that are exactly the same do that one thing and you're going to get a little bit of performance you know enhancement and that's a cool thing about it but you got to be willing to look at it in a little different way than you maybe have looked at courses or books or things like this before that it's really you know it, it's just this we're laying out it's not a map it's a set of tools, right? And, and you pick and choose, you decide it's going to work for you or what you want to dive into. And if that works for you, then go and pick another piece and another piece. And maybe you can, you know, even if you had your nutrition dialed in for the past 10 years, you can pick a little bit out of that and, oh, let's try that. You know, so it, it's kind of, that's the idea of how we'd like people to consume this thing. It's awesome, man. Yeah. And that, go ahead. that nasal breathing thing, as somebody who, you know, I live in Virginia, and, you know, our elevation here is like maybe 600, 900 feet. I don't know, but it's not where we hunt. Right. And, um, the, the breathing thing has been a huge, I don't want to say game changer, but it, it's, it is, it is a requisite for anybody who doesn't live in the Rocky mountains. If, if you live on the East coast or Midwest or in Texas or, or a place that doesn't have elevation, um, and you go hunt at a place where, you know, I mean, if you're in Bozeman, you're almost at a mile high. If you're in Denver, you're starting at 5,000 and yeah. then, you know, you're going to go up maybe as high as, you know, 12, I, I don't know, maybe 14 if you're depending on the season and the animal. But, um, that, that is something that you have to be paying attention to that. And, um, it's something, I mean, we all breathe all day, every day. Yeah. And that's another reason that it's so powerful is, you know, not just for the benefits on your hunt, you know, for a specific week, 
breathing through your nose in and out through your nose will change your life every single minute of every single day. Um, you know, our, our breath is, is linked to our emotions, to our behaviors, to our sleep, which is linked to our hormones. Um, you know, there are, you, you said we could talk about this for an hour. I mean, there I are knew books get, I knew we'd this. get into it. I knew one of you um, had, had to so, take the bait. <laughs> you know, and and I, I'm going to, I'm just going to leave it there. Like there's a ton in the course and uh, we actually just posted a really cool tip on Instagram today about, um, you know, how you can um, blood dope legally and naturally with uh, breathing. Um, so uh, I'll, I'll send you that link and you can put it in the show notes, Trent. Yeah. What is it? Just say it so people can kind okay. of get in their brain. All right. So um, I'll walk you through this. And again, it's in and out through your nose. And uh, what we're going to do is you're going to go in for four seconds through your nose, out for six seconds, and then you're going to pinch your nostrils and you're going to hold the empty breath. So as you exhale out and you finish that six count, you, your mouth is already closed and you're pinching your nose. So you hold the exhale count to about five. If this is your first time doing any of this, you're counting to five. As you get advanced, you can up that to about 10, um, but somewhere between five and 10 seconds for the hold. And then you're going to do five rounds of that hold. That's all you have to do. It literally takes less than 90 seconds to do this. And what happens is we activate something called the mammalian dive reflex, uh, which contracts our spleen. Our spleen will release more red blood cells, which carry oxygen in our blood. So we will be uh, delivering more oxygen to the working muscles. And so, you know, the reason that we say this is legal and natural blood doping is that cyclists and endurance athletes for years, looking at Lance Armstrong, um, have <laughs> blood doped with a substance called EPO, right? So if you followed any of that stuff, you've heard of EPO, um, erythropoietin, and it boosts red blood cells. And so the endurance benefit that these guys get comes from more red blood cells, which bring more oxygen to the working muscles. So it, it delays your time to exhaustion, um, increases endurance. And anytime we do breath holds, um, we get more blood flow to the brain. So you're going to increase your focus. Um, this lasts, uh, the, the elevated red blood cell levels lasts for about an hour, um, sometimes a little bit less. So 40 to 60 minutes. So you would want to do this right before you start a big hike, right before you start a pack out, do it before you have a presentation, do it before a practice or a competition. Um, and there you go. Legal, natural blood doping. This is the reason everybody listening. See, I kind kind of see what I'm saying about this, guys. This is the reason, as far as uh, yeah, they dive into it super deep stuff that I don't even almost claim to understand, but I believe that it's the right thing. <laughs> what is your what's your Instagram channel? Or not? Yeah, Instagram channel. It is at Fuel the Pursuit with an underscore at the end. Okay, go on that, guys, so, and. Uh, I, I, yeah. We're going to be dropping all kinds of tips like that. And uh, if See, Mike and a, I can. That's a great idea. Can, yeah. Film some videos. Uh, we're, we're going it, to. It's, it's a work in progress. We don't have to tell you, you know. Yeah. No, it definitely is. It's a, there's so many different platforms you can choose, right? It's just, it's just finding the way to get the message out there. And it's an awesome message that I think you guys are better getting out there. It's awesome. Um, yeah. No. Uh, what else do I have here? Uh, I'll put a challenge out there to people. How about that? You can email me, info at Born Raised Outdoors. I'm, and after you understand what this means, I'm at a chocolate rating of 95% right now. 
Sometimes I can bump 98. <laughs> I can hit 98. I'm so happy. But uh, I'm right awesome. in there. I am right in there. So <laughs> and if you. you don't know what I'm saying, guys, get this thing and uh, email me and we'll talk. So um, <laughs> anyway, you, what else you guys got for me? um well let's see i think i was gonna circle back a little bit to the to the peanut butter and jelly part of the conversation and just kind of you know um when we make those substitutions you know and it's in the course there's a whole there's a whole page on that in the course of substitutions we made for for uh, you know these these guys professional guys that are doing this and and we substituted stuff that we sort of quote unquote approve of right and we don't you know there's much beyond just quote unquote healthier food that we're making these substitutions for. So just a little bit, and, and this, this is, you know, this is something that, that guys can use, uh, gals can use on a, you know, short-term basis too, just this little bit of knowledge, right? So one of the things when we went through and made those substitutions is that, that you know, we're, we're not telling people to not eat carbohydrates, right? We're not, you know, there's a lot of stuff about low carb, there's a lot of stuff about keto, but, but we also have a lot of stuff about how to use carbohydrates and how to leverage because not everybody wants to be keto. Not everybody wants to, to, to go that route. So, which is, which is totally fine. So one thing to, to really understand about how your body uses carbohydrates, right? So, you know, all, all carbohydrates you eat, whether it's with simple sugar, whether it's, you know, pastas or, you know, squash or, you know, uh, sweet potatoes, whatever, um, all gets metabolized uh, to the same thing in our bodies. Our bodies all, you know, break it down into glucose in our bodies. That's what we use for fuel, the glucose part of it, right? And so all, it doesn't matter what kind of carbohydrate you eat, it's all going to end up as glucose in your body. The difference is that there's a big difference though, right? When we eat sugar versus when we eat, you know, say for instance, a Snickers versus when we eat, um, say a sweet potato, particularly with a little bit of butter on there. It, there there's a big difference in, in the, the process that our bodies have to go through to break that down into glucose, right? So the, the simple sugars, the, you know, the, even the pastas and the white bread, um, you know, candy, sugar, any kind of that, any kind of thing that's really simple gets broken down and uses fuel very quickly. The process to transfer, translate that stuff into glucose in our bodies happens very quickly. And that's a very fast burning fuel. So equated to a, a campfire, it's like kindling in a, few, in a, in a campfire. So you know, to, when you start a campfire, you start it with kindling, get it going nice and hot, and then you're adding bigger and bigger logs. Well, when you start talking about stuff like oatmeal, like oats, um, and you know, like sweet potatoes and yams and stuff, they're, they're referred to as more complex carbohydrates. And what that really means is our body has to go through more processes to break it into more digestive and metabolic processes to break it down, you know, into glucose. And so essentially what that means is they end up being, you know, bigger logs on your fire. They're fat, they're, they're slower burning. They take a longer, so they give you that, that longer, you know, uh, period of time where you have that energy available as glucose in your system. Right. So just that little bit of knowledge, like, yes, you can get a little energy spike from a, a you know, a Snickers bar, a, you know, a candy or whatever. Yeah, you can. And, and that'll last you for, you know, a few minutes, half an hour, whatever. But if you, you know, which will work for you, but if you add these other little more complex carbohydrates, you understand how that works, you can extend that period of time. 
that, that you're going to, so you're not, you're not going to get the energy highs and lows as much as if you were just eating, you know, Snickers bars and, and, you know, goo packets or whatever else that you may, whatever other kind of sugars that you're eating. Right. <clears throat> and, you know, we can even modify that f- further by adding a little bit of fat to our carbohydrates that we eat, you know, and a little bit of protein. So those things to eaten together are even going to modify that process down and, and lengthen it out even more. Right. So one of the things that, that, you know, when, when I'm coaching, I think Ryan does this too, but when I'm coaching people around this stuff, one of the first things I have them do is just try for a week to eat, to, to not eat any carbohydrates at breakfast, right? So really, you know, uh, protein and fats at breakfast. So, you know, maybe a, a, an omelet with a little bit of cheese, a little bit of avocado, right? No toast, no juice, you know, no sugar in your coffee, just have your carbohydrates, just have fats and, and proteins for breakfast, right? And then at lunch, if you can, if you can do the same thing at lunch, that's great. If you want to have a little bit, you want to have a sandwich or something, that's fine. But just from breakfast on, because that's your, you're breaking your fast. That's the first thing you're eating for, throughout the day. Just for, from that, you know, try that for a week and just, just kind of pay attention to how your energy levels are, you know, for the first half of the day, right? And almost everybody, says, wow, I had no idea my energy, you know, I didn't have the highs and lows. I, my energy was great. I felt great even into the afternoon. I wasn't even really hungry for lunch in a lot of cases, right? And so if we can make that one little shift, we're having, you know, no carbs at, at breakfast, you know, save them for later in the day, just doing that. You know, doesn't, doesn't even, at this point, we're not even talking about what kind of carbs, you know, if you want to have, you know, your bowl of pasta for dinner, great, do that. But just, just change what you have for breakfast and for a week and see how you feel you know, that, and, and, and really pay attention, you know, and pay attention to your energy, how your brain's working, you know, how you feel, you know, physically, all of that and see what it does for a week. That's just a really simple, easy thing that anybody can do and just to see what happens from that. And that's one thing I did notice too, as far as I've got it in my notes as well, as far as uh, the keto versus non-keto diet and everything. And you, you guys explained to me um, early on, as far as you don't have to go keto, you don't have to go full keto. Um, but then you also explained to me the benefits and um, that was really interesting, uh, just kind of going through that with you guys and, and saying, okay, this will do this. And this is, and it goes back to that metabolic flexibility. I brought up the word twice this podcast. I thought I was going to only do it once. <laughs> um, it goes back to that as far as uh, noticing like what you fuel inside, you know, put in for fuel and what you're going to get out of it. Yeah. 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 And again, that's another tool in the toolbox. You know, that's what we provide. You can use it or not, or use it to the extent that you want to or not. I mean, you can, you can, you can, uh, help yourself become metabolically flexible. And then in the mountains, you can, you know, you can use carbs or fats or, you know, some combination and you're going to burn both really well. And that's the whole point. Yeah. And that is the ability to toggle back and forth between those two fuel sources is, both the definition of and the beauty of metabolic flexibility. Right. And so far it's been said four times and <laughs> Trent has said it twice as many times as Mike or I. Individually. Which is awesome. We love that. Which is beautiful. <laughs> yes. That and the fact that you're at a chocolate level 95 to 98. I mean, it's man, I mean, not- we, as, as coaches or teachers, like I couldn't be happier. So just real quick to put on the, the chocolate level, and I just want to leave that to people to where if you know if you want to take the challenge and take the course, their course, hey, email me and uh, we'll talk about it. But uh, but yeah, but I, the one thing that I that I realized with the chocolate thing, not only that, but with just the the whole side of food, I guess I would say, is like 
after doing that, you know, I kind of ramped it up, but I, it was kind of the, that was the fun side of things, right? Like eating it and, you know, here kids, you want a piece of chocolate, you know, and they just eat it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but after a while, it's just like, I'm not going to lie. It's like, man, I enjoyed that side of it. It, it, yeah. it sounds weird. I know it's going to, and not to you guys probably, but to the people listening, maybe it sounds weird because it's just like, man, I, it, cause it feels like at the time too, not only are you kind of getting used to it, you can turn anything to have it, right? You could, you could learn yeah. to love anything. I That's think. right. Um, but at the same time, you know, that, that it's, that it's good for you. So sitting at a high, high 95, high 95. Yeah, right? I like it. I like it. I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> What else, guys? Um, anything else in closing here uh, on the course, on the availability? Uh, where can we find? We've covered that. What else What else you guys got? I think I, just since you did bring up the, the carbs and keto options, um, you know, we, we have both in the course. Um, we do explain um, metabolic flexibility and, and how we get there, uh, what it means to be fat adapted. Um, some of that is an important part of the conversation for this time of year. Um, you know, that was one of the things that we talked to you about, um, you know, because if we are going to try to rely heavily on fats during our hunt, we want to make sure that body fat adapted and that we don't get into a situation on a hunt where um, out of nowhere, we start giving our body, you know, no carbs and, and a whole lot of fat and our digestive system has a bad response to that. So, um, you know, some of that is stuff that we want to focus on, um, you know, if you're not fat adapted or you're not used to that, we want to um, work on that in the off season. And, um, you know, one of the other reasons that both Mike and I tend to gravitate towards the keto approach, uh, we typically do that most of the time year round anyway, but in the mountains, you know, you were talking about, uh, you know, pack weights and uh, the weight and weight breakdown for food. Um, one gram of carbohydrate provides four calories. The same gram of fat will provide nine calories. So we're talking about a difference in 2.25 times. So 2.25 times as much energy gram for gram when we use fats versus carbs. And so, you know, when folks are, you know, weighing out every single ounce that they're packing into the you know, back country and they're saying, Hey, I'm going to take you know, this spotting scope instead of that one, because it's, you know, half a pound difference, or I'm going to take, you know, this, I'm not taking a tripod, I'm taking trekking poles, and, and I'm going to pitch my tent with the trekking poles, and I'm going to use the trekking poles as, you know, my binocular, you know, bipod, um, you know, it's all in the, the uh, effort to, to shave ounces, right? But then we're, we're talking about food, and like, hey, you can pack, um, four to 4,500, 4,000 to 4,500 calories a day for a pound and a half if you're using, you know, a higher fat, lower carb approach. And I'll actually, um, you know, that's what I've been doing. And we have that exact spreadsheet in the course so people can see exactly what, you know, I'm taking and, you know, what my meals are. And some of them are things that I've put together myself. We have those recipes in the course. Um, and then again, we have the same options on the carb side too. Um, so just to kind of round out that side of the conversation. That's awesome. And there's a thing you touched on too, a little bit ago is timing wise, right? You talked about, uh, doing the course now versus, you know, getting it later on. You even have a course 
for that course. You have a, okay, do you want to do the long term? Do you want to be, I think you say mountain goat or something of that nature. And then it breaks it down to like, okay, this is, we're right now we're what, at six months or I can't, I don't know how many months off we are. Fell hunting season. And then you have a, you know, it breaks it down to how long that you have before season. So you, you, to get in the shape or the, um, yeah, the metabolic flexibility that you want, right? Number three. <laughs> A six. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, to your, to your point. Yeah. So, so there's actually what we would call kind of a hybrid training program in there for the spring, because I know a lot of guys go on spring yeah, bear yeah, yeah. hunts. That's and so, what about. you know, if, if you're looking, you know, on, and on the, what you're talking about is in the training section uh, or the fitness chapter. And so, you know, we actually break down what an annual training calendar looks like. And so, you know, you know, if we look at our competition season as the hunting season, so whether that's late August or September, going into November, December, whenever it ends for, for you as an individual, you know, then your, your off season begins in, say, November or December. And, and we're showing you how to, to train year round um, and, you know, to build in progressions to protect your body in the off season. You know, we're not doing the same things in January that we're doing in July or August. And, and our specificity um, increases as we get closer. Our general um, uh, preparation is a lot wider um, and less deep earlier in the year. Um, and so um, to kind of account for that at, at this time of year, as we get into like April and, and into May with say a spring bear season, we do have an eight week um, hybrid program in there that is uh, it alternates weeks. And so, you know, on one week, you're still kind of in that, like, hey, I'm still training for the fall and elk season. But, um, you know, there's a little bit of a, uh, maybe like a, a turbo boost, if you will, to get ready for um, the, the upcoming spring bear season. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's all in there. there yeah. Like we've said a couple of times, there's so much information. And, you know, Mike and I had all of last year to kind of look at this and say, you know, hey, this needs to be in there. This needs to be in there. Well, we can't make a course without this. So it's like just there's a ton of information. Yes. Yeah. No, there is. There is. Um, guys, what else? Anything? We think you like it. Like, no, I, uh, go ahead, Mike. I'd, I'd just say uh, you know, at this point, if any of your listeners are interested in this and have any questions, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to us. You know, uh, like Ryan said, feel the pursuit at Gmail, uh, gmail.com, we, in our website, and you'll check out and read a little bit more about the course, uh, feelthepursuit.com. You know, our Instagram, we're posting every day, or well, not every day, but every, every you know, pretty, pretty often. Um, we'll be posting tips and whatnot and, you know, <clears throat> um, kind of see what we're about, a little, little backstory about us a little bit. Um, so, you know, I mean, we're, we're here, we're available, you know, if anybody has questions, comments, doubts, skepticisms, whatever, we're, we're, we're available for all that stuff. So I think, you know, this is a great time of year to be thinking about it um, just because it leaves plenty of time before next fall. Um, you know, so yeah, um, just, you know, reach out to us and we'll, we'll do what we can to, to kind of help you out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Guys, uh, Ryan, closing statements. I just piggybacking on that same thing. I mean, we're, we're regular dudes that just, we, we're, we are kind of nerds about science and, and health and performance. Um, we also love hunting and, and being in the back country. And, you know, those are pretty much the two things we think about. Um, and, you know, we love talking about them. So if people, you know, like Mike said, if people have questions, if you just want to talk to us or, or reach out and then, you know, email us, hit us up on Instagram, 
Um, you know, these are the things that we're passionate about and, and we're looking forward to, um, you know, helping as many people as we can and kind of building this thing around um, folks that, that have the same passions as us. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and for me, guys, I mean, everybody listening as far as, you know, these are two guys, this is a program that actually I personally do endorse. There's not a lot of things to say that about as far as like just people that I have on a podcast, but I've worked with these guys. I became good friends with these guys and um, man, I just, not only just would be supporting them, but it's just, it's your, your yourself. And the main note that I have written down on here is, you know, is, and this just goes outside the box of anything or is, is working out or whatnot, but it, you, it, it takes actually you saying, I want to do something different, right? It takes you trying to take a different path. If you're out there and you don't, you know, you don't like how you felt, you don't like being winded so much last hunting season, or you felt like crap and you wanted to go for those elk on that far ridge, but you knew you couldn't make it. Um, or it just, you know, it, there's a lot of life lessons, I think, in all this too. It doesn't have to do with hunting um, or food. I mean, it, like a mental uh, stuff in, the, in in this in these course anyway if you're that guy or girl out there that just wants to just you know actually know your body more and uh, have better knowledge of yourself um, I would definitely look into this so guys it's been a pleasure Trent, thank you. Trent. thanks man <laughs> absolutely really absolutely guys and uh, we'll talk soon all right man take care yes sir okay guys